Welcome to Legends with Bevo. Thanks to the Holdy, Coopers, Anytime Fitness Glenelg, and Paradise Mazda. And now, here's your host, Bevo. Richard Olasinki, great to have you on Legends with Bevo. Now, you're, you're well known as Ollie, so we'll go with that. Talk to us through your journey in terms of surf lifesaving so far, mate. Oh, well, Bevan, it's been a long journey uh, for me, uh, 55 years. Um, I'm a, an old Port Adelaide boy, still am, obviously. Once you're a Port Adelaide boy, you're always one, but <laughs> I was brought up at Semaphore, and I joined the Semaphore Surf Club when it was at the Palais uh, back in 1965, and uh, got my, my surf life-saving bronze there in 1966, and um, spent a few years there as a, a young fellow growing up. Uh, the Largs Pier was uh, our favourite watering hole at the time and everything was happening uh, back in the 70s, 60s and 70s down there. Um, met my darling, Bonnie, um, in um, around about 1973, 74, got married and moved uh, into the southern region uh, and joined the Christie Surf Club and bumped into a a guy that you know quite well, John William Hall, alias <laughs> Hawley. Yeah, And got in, into a, a boat crew there with Hawley and a few other larrikins. And, and then in 1982, moved over the big white sand hill to uh, Southport Surf Club. And um, I've been a member, an active member there for so many years, <laughs> since 82, and patrolled for 50 years. And and just retired from that a few years ago when I took on the uh, the role as president of, of Southport uh, three years ago. Wonderful, mate. And obviously you've been involved in surf life saving for a long period of time, as you mentioned. Uh, talk to us through yeah. some of the highs and lows. Uh, look, I, I suppose the, the, the highs are um, the people you meet. Um, you know, my surf clubs are like football clubs or netball clubs or whatever all very uh, community-based. But with surf clubs, it's not only that, it's, it's you know, you've got the sporting side, but importantly, the reason why people are there are to save people's lives or keep people safe on our beaches. It uh, doesn't matter where you are. You can be at Bondi or Singapore or Christie's or, or, or with us now at, at Southport. And particularly at Southport, some of the characters now I, I can compare over the years uh, there's some wonderful, wonderful people there. Um, so that's probably the, the main high. And also, I suppose, from my perspective, is, is and we've had a little bit of success in, in teams' side of things with surf boat rowing. Um, so that's that's been, you know, one of, one of the real high with me. Lows, look, there's, there's none really, except... Now, uh, particularly as we're getting older, is that some of these wonderful people are passing away, and that's been a real shock to many of us. Uh, and, and particularly in, at Southport, we've lost some really good couples, husband and wives, three different lots there, which is really quite unusual. And um, so I suppose that's that's been the, the main low. You know, you, you meet these wonderful, wonderful people, and, and then all of a sudden... They're no longer with us, which is yeah. sad. It's, <clears throat> you know, mate, it's, um, I can 100% agree with you on that one because I just lost mm. a close friend 
recently. He was only 30 years old, believe it or not, um, mm-hmm. over, in, over in the Northern Territory. So he played football for South Adelaide. You might even remember him. His name was Alex Sericchio. He played footy for South Adelaide for a yeah, couple of seasons. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, then moved over, right. to, moved over to Queensland to play footy for Southport and also played footy yeah. in the Northern Territory. And he was hit on his, on his bike um, only a couple of Sundays ago um, from behind by a four-wheel drive. You know, in oh, and he was only yeah. 30 years old, mate. So, um, I guess what yeah. I'm going to say is that, like, I know exactly what you're saying. Life's so precious, and it really, yeah. it really does hit home, doesn't it? You just got to live yeah. every day as it comes yeah. and enjoy yourself as much as you can. Yeah. Most, most definitely, particularly the times that we're going through, do they? Yeah, no, sure. Well said. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Um, yeah. Now, moving on to, you know, obviously, um. You would have seen some big surf in your time, Ollie. Mm. Uh, what's been yeah. the biggest surf that you've come across, uh, you know, in Australia or overseas? Oh. Yeah, oh, not so much overseas. I only did one tour with Australian lifesaving team in whatever what that was, '86 um, to Vancouver. So there wasn't too much surf there. <laughs> but in the time, and particularly with Hawley, uh, this was 1977. A funny little beach in Victoria, a uh, place called uh, Bankura. Uh, near Barwon Heads, look, it would have been, and we were rowing, uh, it would have been 10 to 15 foot. It was absolutely huge and freezing. It was Easter. So for, for a lot of your listeners would relate to the, the Bells Classic there. Always you get big surf at Easter. The moon just does the tides do, do their thing. And, and we got hit by this huge front and it was absolutely monstrous. So we only made it out back once. Unfortunately, our reserve crew ripped the back of the boat out. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't have a boat to row, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, so that was probably the biggest I've been in. And then at Southport in 2012, um, we, we've got some very strong masters crews at Southport, and in our later years, we've been reasonably successful at a national level, and, and uh, would have been six to eight foot. Uh, the year we won a silver medal, uh, it was very, very big there. And on the Gold Coast, it's different water there. Uh, a lot of movement in the water and, and uh, a little bit of scary stuff. My wife put a knee out, would you believe, just standing in the shallow, shallows oh, wow. at uh, Broad Beach there. So different water on the East Coast there. And But fortunately in Southport, we, we get some good waves. We've had some lovely good size surf here, but nothing like the 10, 15 foot unless it's, you know, a big stormy. But, you know, you get your three to four to five foot days at Southport there. And, yeah, it's good fun. Most definitely. And, and what do you love most about surf lifesaving all this? Oh, look, uh, I suppose picking up in what I just mentioned before about uh, the different characters that you meet, uh, all there for a common cause. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's to you know, sit on a beach on a Saturday, Sunday or public holiday um, and, and just look after people. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that, that, that um, I'll, I'll never forget in, in the time that I've been involved. And the other side too, I suppose, from a, a sustainability perspective is, is enjoying uh, how our, our young members are developing. Um, you know these these people. You know the what do they call them these days? Um, what's the you know I'm, I'm a, a, a Gen Y. Um, the um, there's a there's a name for the young kids of today. Oh, um, uh, Generation X? No. 
in the serve field. It was a good size serve. Our under 23 ladies represented the state there, although in the end um, the size of the surf um, uh, didn't allow them to uh, to row there. Uh, these days in surf life zone they have a uh, a system of, of uh, you know once it uh, gets over a certain height you've got to wear helmets. Uh, once it achieves even further to that, the young ones aren't allowed to row. Um, then get to another height, then the females aren't allowed to row uh, until you know it reaches a certain level, and no one's allowed to row. So, yeah, so our ladies did very, very well. It was just so unfortunate with the COVID-19 situation. We didn't realise how well they they could have and I certainly would have gone in in our state state. Um, Situation, and then even at the nationals, which were being being held on the Gold Coast. So we're very, very proud of our ladies, all our young members, actually. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful, and yeah, congratulations to them on that. And like I said before, yeah. it's such a yeah, such an unfortunate situation with COVID, but um, oh, everyone's in the same everyone's in the same boat, aren't they? So <laughs> they are very much so. And you know, now that the we're starting to see light at the end of the tunnel, you know, our our sponsors are starting to come back on board. KFC at Seaford Rise uh, sponsor our our surf boat area there, and they've they've you know re renegotiated. They're good supporters of South Adelaide Football Club too. So you know, we're just so yeah, pleased to, to see that little light at the end of the tunnel, yeah. And who are some of the funniest characters that you've met in surf life saving over the years, Ollie? Well, John Hall is probably one of one of the ones. And <laughs> a couple of the guys that, that I mentioned before were passed by a guy called Barry Lawrence. He was a dead set character. You know, there was always something happening. Um, a guy that actually got us to join Southport, Gluey, Mark Lewis, he's quite a character. Uh, Hawley, yeah, there's always something going down when, when Hawley's around the place. Um, and, then, you know, he's a good Southern Football League man. And that's one of the things that we're, we're trying to do now is we've formed a wonderful relationship with the Port Malunga Football Club, which is only a drop kick away from, from where we are. And, you know, back in the day, it used to be you played football in the wintertime and, you know, surf club in the summer. Um, we're trying to do that, particularly with, with the younger members. Uh, with the older ones, as you probably know, Bevo, the, you know, even the local footy uh, clubs are starting their training in January, which is, you know, that's that's part of our season. You know, our state championships aren't generally on until, you know, March. So you have a look now, you know, uh, we're well into the footy season by March. Um, so anyway, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Hawley actually said the same thing about you, mate. He said that there was a, yeah. that you're one of the funniest blokes he's met. And he also said a funny story about um, you losing your glasses once and and, um, well, and you were trying to surf yeah. without your glasses on. That, that must have been difficult. <laughs> well, uh, actually, I, I, was, I was... Yeah, when you mentioned that, it's totally cool. I, I reckon once we, we, we rode in... Because in, I, I wear contact lenses these days, which, um, you know, it, it, once it got to a certain height and surf, I wouldn't wear my glasses and... And you know, I'd, I'd rode blind, but I reckon this one time that he might be referring to, we were rowing, the wave came over the top of us and knocked my glasses off, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find them. You know, normally they just drop on the bottom of the boat, and you find them, 
but the, at the at the time we used to row these wooden boats and there were there were thwarts and all sorts of things in in these boats and we we rowed back to Christie's from Southport and we we're washing the boat down and, and one of the boys found the glasses jammed up in the you know in the, in the timbers at the, right at the at the pointy end of the boat which where I row and <laughs> that was a that was a bit of an experience yeah <laughs> I can just imagine. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a great one. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> yeah. And what's the one thing that people may not know about you, Ollie? Uh, I'm a hoarder. <laughs> My wife forever gets into me about being a hoarder and, and uh, my feeling is why throw away today that's something you might need tomorrow. And uh, it comes in various things, my sort of professional background materials to my surf lifesaving. And by the way, John William Hall's a bit the same. Uh, ah. He's shifted houses and he's he's had to go through some terrible times of having to, to dare I say, get rid of some memorabilia and, and whatever. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, the other thing too. In, in, in Certainly at Southport, we, we have a group, um, uh, our winter swimmers are called this the shivering shag, so probably not a lot of people know that I'm a I'm a shivering shag in the in the winter time and have been. Uh, I was a foundation member thirty five years ago. We formed this group to um, um, keep the the members together during the winter time and do <laughs> a lot of fundraising. Jeez, <laughs> you're braver than me, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, that, and particularly this time of the year, we we have a. a our, our members that, that keep an eye on us, they take the water temperature, and the water temperature at Southport drops down to around about 11, 11 degrees. So that's gets pretty cool um, out there, but it makes makes you reasonably resilient too. <laughs> it certainly would. I've I've played footy in the Adelaide Hills in my freezing cold uh, oh, footy shorts, mate. Yes. Oh, that's probably uh, on par, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, I, I played footy up there once up at. Um, where was it? I reckon it was Hernborough or whatever. The, the showers didn't work. We found this little creek. Oh. And, and besides, yeah, um, all these leeches and whatever there. And, <laughs> oh, my God, I've never felt water as cold as in oh. this little creek. And we had to get rid of all the mud because it was about a foot of mud. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and just to finish with the question, I always love asking this. Um, the three famous people that you'd love to have dinner with, who would they be, Ollie? Well, I reckon uh, one would have to be Glenn Cooper from Cooper's Ales. He'd, um, he would supply some very nice beers, I would suggest. <laughs> um, Bob Hawke, God rest his soul, I reckon he'd be able to supply some fairly good stories. And the other person I mentioned before about Southport winning the, the nation's tidiest town in 2010, a lady that actually presented us us with the trophy was a lady called Lane Beachley. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've six times world champion surfer. Yeah. Um, she was very interesting in the short period at, at, at Manly uh, when we received the trophy there. She was, um, yeah, a, a very interesting lady. I would love to sit down with her and, and just find out a little bit more about her. Uh, but yeah, I reckon they, they'd be the three. Glenn Cooper, Bob Hawkins. Actually, yeah, she's. I've heard her. Talk, I've heard her being interviewed before, and she's wonderful. Speak very, very well, very, and, and tell some great yeah. stories. 
very brave lady. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> two years to go out in goodness gracious me. Yeah. Uh, and just yeah, on on the Pat Malone. So yeah, yeah. I said those, those three characters would make for a very interesting dinner party. Yeah, most definitely. No, I think that would be a ripper. Well, speaking yeah. of Rippers, um, Ollie, it's been a blast having a chat to you today on Legends with Bevo, mate. Um, well done on everything you've done so far with Southport. And um, I look forward oh, to coming you. down there and having a beer with you soon. Please do, Bevo. Uh, you and everybody that's listening is always welcome. We have, uh, well, I'm not sure when this will start again, but Sunday Blues Sessions, first Sunday of the month, where we have live music. It's fantastic. In the wintertime, we put the fire on. In the summertime, we can sit out on the deck and listen to some good blues music. And, and we're always there on a Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, and everybody's welcome. You're a good man, Ollie. I look forward to meeting you, mate. Thanks so much again for your time today. Thanks for the time with you too, Bevo. Cheers, mate. Thank you. <laughs> mate, that was wonderful. Thank you. Oh, no worries, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was... Good to reflect sometimes and... And um, yeah, to, to be put on the spot, I suppose, with those questions, you, oh, you might, oh, oh, oh. but you know, uh, to to actually get the questions first, so you can have a little bit of a think about it, particularly yeah. with the three people. Yeah. That was the hardest thing for me, the, <laughs> the three people. Um, it's funny you say that. Um, I interviewed someone the other day, and um, <laughs> he actually had no idea. He actually said me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a nice compliment, mate. And I, and I said, oh, I don't know if I'm famous, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Now, Vivo, where, where does this... Because I, I had a quick look at your Facebook page. Uh, yeah. But where... where How do people access to listen yeah, to so, you? Uh, what I'll do, mate, is um, once I put this up, I'll, I'll share the link with you and you can share it on the mm -hmm. Southport um, Facebook yeah. page and that if you like. So, um, yeah. yeah, just give us a couple of days to edit it all up and then I'll... I'll I'll send a link to your um your email address and then uh, yes. yeah and then you can pass on to whoever you like at Southport to share it and oh we will yeah. yeah we've got a very strong social media um you know network there and, and we've got different pages you know for the different areas and whatever but we've got a a general one and then a public one as well um so yeah um very very active little club uh that yeah. one Bevo and, and as I said you. You're more than welcome, and and um, we're just starting to get some sort of normality back there. I've just been dealing with our social media people to let members know from tomorrow night we can get 60 people uh, there right. rather than the 20, you know, That's things right. like that. Um, so yeah, it's you know we still have to practice mm -hmm. that social distancing and all that, but yeah. No, that's good. That's great, mate. Well, I look forward to meeting you soon. And uh, yeah. yeah, thanks again for your time. And I'll share that video with no you in a couple of days. Yeah, thank you very much, Bill. All the best, mate. You too, mate. Thanks, Ollie.